0: This is Charge Tech Podcast, episode 47. I'm your host, Owen. And I'm your co-host, John. We're going to look at tech under the hood. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. It's been a big week. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm uh, going to Paris this weekend. Too. I lost my voice on Monday, and we're going to Paris on the weekend. So if I sound hoarse this episode, it's it's that. <laughs> What's well, up with I got
1: you? The, I got the email directly, so that's nice.
0: Oh, you um, did? I yeah. got an email this week.
1: We did. We're going to talk about it at the end of the show. Right. Um, I'm good. I have had one of the busiest weeks I've had in a long time. I was in Austin for a smart city conference thing that we were attending slash discussing panel stuff at. And it was like, sometimes I get myself in these rooms with people um, who are like, sort of like, a lot older than me and a lot, and like government people who have been right, right. like, uh like, so I was, it was so weird. I went to one meeting and it was like half an hour, 45 minutes. And there were 18 people in the meeting, but like everyone basically like sat in a row and then watched me and this dude have a conversation. And I'm like, really? this is, yeah. Like, but that's kind of how they do it in like <laughs> yeah. gubby, techie, thinky tech think tanky kind of space so you get like right this guy was like us. he was the he was like a deputy secretary in the obama administration so like you know super senior guy and uh i don't know i just like get myself in these situations where i'm not like I mean, I'm just you know me. I'm not particularly good at my having a filter, and like I basically just say whatever is in my head comes out. I don't really <laughs> know how to like. I mean, I don't like try and be offensive, and I th- make sure that I don't no, say. Right. And I like couch things a million times before I say them, so I'm like people out. know that it's not like in malice. But yeah, then I'll be like, well, you know, the real truth of the matter is X, Y, Z. And then everyone just stares at you, and you're like,
0: okay, that's not. And you're what like, want okay, to hear. Can I come back from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice anyway. sounds fun what's the weather cool. like terrible yeah. it's been like cold and rainy just not what? not nice yeah what about you oh beautiful i'll tell you why it's been beautiful there and terrible here i know why Global you find google it happened also global warming but the what EU was it find two, google. two billion buckaroonies 2.4 billion euros that's like 3.4 billion dollars and by the way i looked it up It is six weeks of revenue for Google. Okay, so so who cares? Nobody. I'm sure, like, Eric Schmidt is just like, meh. But, Well, (laughs) I actually
1: just amortize that over all the time that Google's been um, operating in Europe. Like, it's nothing. It's like...
0: Okay, look, this is the most insane thing. They're still
1: making tons of money.
0: Google has, like, I think it's three antitrust lawsuits against it right now. It's the shopping one, which is what this fine was for. There's also the... the, (laughs) Excuse me, the Android one. Um, and I think there's one other. It's 2.5 billion dollars for like giving Google's shopping tool. Do you remember? Do you remember Frugal?
1: I do. In fact, wha- I'm meeting the founder of Frugal next week. Really? Now the he's now the, yeah, he's, now the C- he's now the CTO of Intersection, which is Alphabet's sidewalk. Uh, Alphabet's uh, oh wow. city company.
0: That's awesome. So here's the thing: well, Sidewalk like,
1: Labs. Sorry, Sidewalk Labs. I think.
0: This thing is anyway. like really. Old. Oh, there's quite some banging happening outside. Just give me one second. I'm going to
1: close the... I'm okay. going to close the window. You'll have to excuse Owen's voice this week. He uh, has been not feeling very well. He's got a sore throat, so...
0: Yeah, I'm very hoarse.
1: He's a little hoarse. I'm a
0: little horsey. Oh, man. The window
1: you've got to leave this part in.
0: Really? What, me trying to close my window from... <laughs> okay, this will oh, be like... Yeah, because it's so good. This is a good uh, look behind the scenes. Outerflow is a horrible cantilever European window. Okay. Welcome back. Frugal. Do you know Frugal? Hi. Yeah, so oh, I don't know what about. it was, you I established just, that.
1: I don't know what it was, but I know that oh, it was like, I just like okay, the guy. So
0: look, Frugal was literally a product that Google had that helps you find cheap stuff. And, like, they sold some stuff through it, I believe. But basically, like, if you Googled, I don't know, like a specific lamp and like it was in frugal's search results google would put that at the top and like it would have a nice image with it that's what they find them for they basically find them for did that become google shopping then yeah but that came but like frugal died years ago and Google, google shopping i mean have you seen that ever in a long time no but like google abusing its dominant position to put shopping links at the top. I mean, is that surprising? It's like, I don't know. It's insane. It's insane to me though. Like, I think we like sometimes disagree on like monopolies and stuff, but like this one is really weird to me because like Google owns the search result page. Like they get to choose what goes there.
1: You basically can't build
0: Google again. So like, that's what the problem with it is. Right.
1: Yeah. And I think that's true. You can't like, you can't, like at this point, there is no undoing Google. I don't think you can, you It's
0: embedded in people's consciousness.
1: Like, I don't, I don't know why we, like, I appreciate that there all are alternatives. So all you DuckDuckGo users out bing. there who are about to, or Bing, <laughs> throw your phones bing. at a wall. <laughs> tell John he see. But, um, but you know what? Google's a great product. And that's that
0: the thing is people use it because it's the good one like a lot of these google yeah
1: i just want to pay google Uh, why can't i just pay 150 bucks a month for google gmail google.com youtube get rid of all the advertising and then if i want to opt in you can do one level of really good targeted ads, sort of like what Instagram does. And that's really expensive for um, advertisers because it's like super premium tier and it's like really well targeted. (laughs) And then I think like work your way down. But I think even Google should always be like five bucks a month. Like Yeah, but even
0: then like like they're not going to do that because I think the ads are just easier. Like they, they get people to throw money at them for nothing. And they get to build what they want. Like Google's whole model is built on ads, which they service really well. And then they get to do everything else as a result.
1: Well, here's a philosophical question to think about. If capitalism and consumerism changes over the next, let's say, 20 years... Like, there's a, I think there's a difference between sales, advertising, and marketing. I think those are three distinctly different things that people treat as the same thing. And and in fact, I think that most businesses don't know how to separate those things out. And so, advertising is sales and marketing. Advertising traditionally, back, back, back in the day, TV, print, and whatever, was really, really about, um, super showing your market differentiation it wasn't really about marketing marketing was about awareness Mm -hmm. right but you would advertise the difference of a particular model of a thing right i wonder if we're gonna trend back in towards i think people are really sick of adverts i think people don't mind
0: like i think that people have ad block on in their head even when they see them
1: the problem is i don't know that we as consumers know how to accept high quality long form sponsor content, like with Stay, we did that thing with Ally Bank, and they paid for us to be in time, basically, and so, and then we drove traffic to that page, um, because. It was a whole long form content piece about us. And the only thing it said at the top corner was provided by Ally Bank, which I was comfortable with. Right. But I don't know if that does anything for Ally Bank. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like, that's the thing. It's like, like, thanks for putting me in time, homies. But uh, I'm straight home. up. I can't imagine I, that. I worked. like,
0: I use adblock on every website I turn off the ones I value. So I have like ads off on a bunch of websites that I know don't have insane ads, mostly Vox media properties, which are weird because they, <laughs> Vox has its own ad network, which helps a lot. But the thing is like, it's just, it's just like, I don't know. Well, it's a self perpetuating cycle. They've also
1: said that they're going to stop reading email. But yeah. They're
0: going to stop reading Gmail ads. But that's a bit uh, Your weird. Gmail for ads. Because it's actually, I feel like it was, well, I feel
1: like it was reported a little bit wrong. I I think, and maybe I'm wrong actually. So mm, maybe, I don't know, Uh, but I'm pretty sure. So I know it definitely came from Google Cloud and I thought that all they were doing was clarifying more what already existed. And that is if you're a G Suite, Gmail, like business user, which like my company runs gmail.com, right? You go to like you go to gmail and i log in with my stay email address and that's my business email right you email me it's john at stay.co and it's uh it's a gmail it's gmail right um they said and but that's like that's actually a part of what the business side of things is a part of google apps for business and so what they i think what they like were i've never doing seen an
0: head in gmail because i only use the paid one
1: Right, exactly. I've I have never seen an ad in Gmail either because I also only use the paid one. So I think what they were saying is we're continuing to not read ads in Google. We're continuing to Google no, business email okay. is completely private.
0: No, but they're extending that to gmail dot com now. So they gmail.com are. They is are. not mining for your data anymore. And they basically said, "Well, what I read between the lines it came was from the cloud. It group wasn't though. that useful to do it anyway. <laughs> that's it what I Diana, read between the lines.
1: It was Diana mm-hmm. Green, the head of Google Cloud. I think. Yeah. So the name? reason,
0: yeah, that's the reason it came from her, and that's what they said. Is customers found it confusing? Customers found it confusing that they knew that their personal emails were being read, um. and so it was a barrier to selling Google apps. I suspect what was happening is like Fortune five hundred companies are like, I don't want Gmail because like." That's like, they're selling your ad data, whatever. I think they're like trying to make mental separation there. Also,
1: you know how many people accidentally email me from their personal Gmail?
0: Oh, that's me half the time. Well, hotrod52 hot
1: at gmail.com. I'm like, mm, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, it happens all the time. Like, and it's really easy to happen if you use an app. But look, like the thing with this Google find, like this will be the last thing. Like Google holding a monopoly because people use it you know, as a search engine, it's not like it's not really illegal, right? But like, supposedly the EU says that using, using that, that position monopoly to, <laughs> to go into your a new
1: monopoly? market, oh, it's to do
0: that, but it's insane because Google wasn't going into a new market, they were going into search for shopping. Like, well, that's retail, like, yeah, but like it's the same in a different way, they were just mm. trying to make the shopping results more useful.
1: So wait, what is that like saying... What's a good equ- analogous or a good equivalent in, that we've seen before? Like, who's used... I, don't, so I can't That's like I can't Microsoft using their dominance in the desktop to... It's exactly like the Internet Explorer. It's the Internet it's like Explorer the thing in the 90s. Yeah. yeah, so, so like for when, those who don't when, know... Yeah, you
0: go, you go, you got this.
1: Basically... Internet Explorer was like the only default. Like, you couldn't, it was really hard to get Internet Explorer. It would like reinstall
0: own. itself. So yeah, you delete it was like, it.
1: yeah, it was like you were basically like using Internet Explorer. It was and so hard to change the default, to, by the way. I remember
0: yeah. you had to open Internet Explorer to change the default.
1: I felt like there was also like a time when you had to like, you could like, oh yeah, you could go into the registry and like change the registry key that would like permanently not do it, like allow it, like it would permanently undo it. But if you didn't do that, most of the time it would try and reset itself back usually to we come back browser. through a windows update yeah and also i think that they actually also i can't remember that case was so long ago although by the way if you ever want to see hilarious things go on youtube and search bill gates um antitrust de- disposition videos he's he's so oh god i i can imagine i'd be exactly like him he's so like he's
0: like super insecure he's like, he's like what like, I think, 30 I like kinda caught. Co-
1: yeah, I'm like kind of cocky
0: too. It's pretty funny. He's like a scrawny well, Define nerd what and you like,
1: mean by yeah. He's the you internet. can see he's
0: like really pissed off with like the whole process, and he doesn't want to be there. It's it's amazing actually. Um, um but anyway, like it's but that Microsoft thing was kind of absurd because like you were using Windows and like you couldn't get away from Internet Explorer you know like it's not like google is forcing google down your throat you go there willingly it's a different analogy and like the other thing is the fine is like completely in disproportion with any other antitrust fine that the eu has ever dished out the last one was 1. 1.1 well, 1 billion
1: that was definitely a, a warning shot across the bow i, I think that was more than anything yeah. a bit of a android precedent. one is going to be way worse I mean, you know what though for Google, this is a 100% cost of doing business. Like they have this stuff like they have insurance it's sitting for in this the bank for sure. somewhere. They definitely have some insurance for it. Like some insurance companies take eating some of this. They have money in the bank for it. Like they they'll take like they like this stuff is so financially engineered. Like they'll take out a loan because the principal and the intro, like they just like, you know, it's not it's not it's not a thing to Google actually. I, I doubt, I very much doubt it.
0: No, but it's about the principle. Like the whole the whole thing is theater. They can't let it happen without going down for with a fight. Oh, absolutely. Simply because there's more coming. I don't know. It's, the whole thing is absurd to me. I think it's unfair that the EU has to basically make Google make a worse experience on its website when people are willingly going there anyway. It's not like they're doing anything in particular to them. And it's very different from the days when like on your computer – I agree. You should have the choice, but when the website is like sending you stuff, like they get to decide what the layout's going to be. It's not up to you to like.
1: In theory, this way allows you to engineer properly your way into the top of like the part. The point of creating a free market is that the best products rise to the top, right? And so, sure.
0: So now they have to make a better product.
1: Now, well, no, now. Now both they have to make a better product and we generally as humans get better products because other companies who now are like, oh, like before you're like, well, I'm not even going to bother trying, right? Because Google just owns this part of it. So like, what's the point now? It's like, okay, well, there's this opportunity. I can go revise my application, revise my SEO, like do whatever to like, and then we'll maybe discover new discovery platforms and stuff like that, you know? No so so like, way.
0: It's like Snapchat stories. No, but like do you think Amazon will will get an antitrust suit at some point? It seems like they're getting huge. Like they're across every industry. Uh no. Do you think they'll get think broken so, up? No.
1: I think that the well Well wow. mm, I will go so to my Amazon I, home I, and drink my Amazon I Prime juice. And- I I would wonder if Amazon I it wouldn't surprise me if Amazon breaks AWS out into a completely separate company.
0: Yeah, I agree. Cause it's gonna get too big, I think. Well, so I know a lot of people who work
1: at Amazon. Like Amazon, any if you know anyone who works at Amazon as senior at Amazon, the running joke is Amazon is a law firm that happens to make technology. Really? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They have Tell so many lawyers. Why. They just have so many lawyers, like, the, like, eh, the, like, trust me, that is actually like, people say that, like, just in, like, it's common knowledge. Amazon is a law firm that also happens to make technology. Like,
0: right, they right.
1: have the, like, it's the same way that Ford Motor Company is actually a uh, bank that happens to make cars. Like, there's a right, lot of companies right, right. that, like, their so core many companies, companies are
0: like <laughs> X that accidentally made Y, like, <laughs> so, um,
1: I would imagine that they understand how to keep things like enough apart, but like dip their toes. Like when you think about Amazon, like eh, they're they're they don't leverage a co- like that's this is how you don't get in, in trouble with antitrust. They don't leverage a core competency to enter another market. Right. And that, like that's true, right? right? right. So Amazon like,
0: hasn't done that. You don't see AWS right. anywhere on their website right and they i mean i'm sure they all build on
1: aws um and i think the argument could be made that it would make no sense for them to build on gcp or azure which are the only other two cloud providers it's so like to sure, be fair maybe though, Foods, they did
0: leverage their dominant shopping position to get into the video market and the cloud drive market and the blah 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 like Right, but they were I mean, successful like, in any of those businesses. Yeah, I know they were, but like Amazon Prime is like the ultimate shoehorn vehicle for doing that, right?
1: No, I think that's an evolution. Of, well, yeah, sure. I mean, like their retail. So my I point, mean, that's point where is, the their retail is services and their and their web services are like they're just such different it businesses. I find the that TV it would be channels diff- get. That's right, and um, <laughs> I think the Whole Foods thing is pretty interesting. Um... And I, so it's interesting. I've been thinking a lot about kind of our like, you know, I think when we talk about like, oh, this company should acquire this company, it's more like we think this company it's is like, going to do this thing, right? Any like they either should. so like I think I've said on the podcast a bazillion times. Like I think Apple should buy a bank. Now half my logic for that is if you buy a bank, you just get all the regulatory and like yeah, all but that then stuff. Then they made out of the one by accident. It like, turned out. Well, I don't think they made it by accident. I don't think Apple made no, anything but, by accident. But yeah, I've always just thought like, sliding like sideways. Apple's gonna build like Apple's gonna build a bank. That's for sure. Apple's gonna build a healthcare provider. That's for sure. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Apple does an insurance company. <laughs> like it's like maybe not, but you know, I think Apple's gonna weave its way into the fabric of our lives on the social, creative, health, wellness, like that side of society society right it's about right. enabling humans to like live better and longer and happier lives and that's what apple's kind of about right and so and like grow and learn and all those things what did steve jobs say he thought that the computer was the bicycle for the mind was that steve jobs maybe i'm misquoting so yes anyway like what was my point
0: um i don't know but we were just talking about how Amazon and, like... Well, Apple doesn't do anything by accident, and they slide, oh, yeah, side, so slide like, in inside. Yeah, so they
1: became a bank. So, like, I don't think... I think... like, Do you know why Jeff Bezos started Amazon? He started it because he noticed that the... um States were not going to have to pay, you wouldn't have to pay uh, retail or sales tax in states if you were an online business shipping to those states. So he's like marginal cost of doing business considerably better. I can undercut all the retailers. They don't have websites. The right thing to do in the future is to compete on the margins that way. Like That's how he thinks, right? I mean, he's just like a financially minded. He's a former trader. Um, but Steve Jobs thought about the world as in kind of spaceships and lollipops and rainbows and
0: And that makes a big difference because it's like the way he (laughs) thought about it that's true didn't he famously say something about how he wouldn't hire anybody who didn't do drugs in the really early days he like used to ask people if they'd done lsd before you should read the book anyway um (laughs) sorry total total tangent there (laughs) anyway more ransomware hit the world john well was it a ransomware? Was, or was it out? a cyber attack? I was attack. trying to figure out what I, what I wrote down. <laughs> I was like, "More it literally says more ransomware in caps." And I was like, "What was that?" Yeah, so a new ransomware attack called Pedia I think, uh, hit a lot of companies. FedEx in the Netherlands was completely offline. Somebody's uh, production line. A lot of Ukrainian companies. Um, like it was yet another giant piece of ransomware, and they T- wanted it was T N T. Yeah, TNT. The craziest thing was they um the UX of it was way worse by the way. It was like looking at a MS-DOS screen, way worse than uh, WannaCry. But um they wanted $300 sent to a Bitcoin address, but um you could ask them for support with it, like or ask them a question, but the email address that was in the virus had already been stolen by somebody else. <laughs> so it was just what? like yeah, like somebody else had like They're broken so newbie into the they account they forgot to register the address yeah something like this like it was just they didn't learn from the obscure. last one <laughs> it was really obscure but like it used all these pet exploits that are already out there so like all i wanted to say on this is if you run a business and yeah. you use windows yeah don't. turn on windows update that's all you just, have to do it's also it also is don't. honestly
1: too risky but, to run a business on anything other than the most recent version of like
0: yeah, Do, just p- if patch you your work shit. At a company, it doesn't even matter if
1: you work at a company that runs a version of Windows. Don't patch it. Like at this point, everything past like what's the most like Windows Seven, probably right or yeah. Forward. It should
0: just well. It should be ten. You should be using ten. There's yeah, no, you should be using ten. Not, if you're not using it's ten, it's not architecturally different anymore.
1: And and you know what everyone's going to say? wow wow, wah, wah! This legacy software that we run only runs uh, on this version. App, only only runs on it, on and you know what? XP. Your IT department's terrible. Go fire them all seriously i'm not even kidding because
0: of that it's It's, insane it's too it's too much of a liability but i'll tell you what it is it's a lot of it is embedded systems a lot of companies are using these (laughs) old embedded systems you know in their like manufacturing line or whatever and you can't just upgrade those
1: no well you have to go to like you okay guess what you're gonna have to make an investment like you're gonna have to spend money money to
0: like avoid losing 50k for not running your production line for a week like,
1: Hello, if you are listening and you are in security at a bank and your bank machines, your ATMs run Windows CE, like most <laughs> ATMs do. Stop it! Just turn them off. <laughs> just
0: go off the internet. Just it's turn them off. It. Just turn them off. <laughs> my favorite. My favorite um, example of this. Like I shouldn't be laughing about it, but my favorite example of this is in Melbourne. Um, there's 135 speeding cameras that were running windows xp embedded edition that all like uh, like the large majority of them got want to cry and they had to invalidate all the speeding tickets for the space of three weeks because they found out later pro tip at this point patching i don't think is enough no but like it's not actually that easy to get a virus like that anymore like patching is enough if you run if you're running windows no, and you the use the built-in is- free antivirus without turning it off it's free now by the way no excuse. i think patching
1: i think patching is not enough because we don't understand the pa- all the patches aren't out there that need to be out there and so i think there's some well, it's fundamental- like you see there were some
0: nsa patches as well right like there was that whole leak where nsa tools leaked out and everyone's like oh shit and it's yeah that's
1: that's what all this is all of that is regurgitations of there's something like what was there like 60 or something tools that got released like yeah i'm sorry People are just looking I at like, them right now i am not being alarmist. I am not being tinfoil hattest. I am not. I promise. Like, this is real. It is not a drill. I'm serious. Like, patching 100%. isn't enough. It isn't. Either run the most recent version of OS X on Apple hardware, or run the most recent version of
0: Windows, or get a Chromebook. Period. Or get a Chromebook. Chromebook so, but like, you know, at Google, using Windows is banned. Good. I like Windows though. Anyway, I just wanted to bring up the software. You kidding just me? Just patch your lot shit. Of Windows. Like, yeah. I mean,
1: just this is not. Look, Windows it, 10
0: is is really good. All you have to do is not turn off Windows Update. They don't even release that many patches anymore. And it's not, if
1: there is a piece of software running somewhere in your organization that requires a version of soft of Windows that isn't Windows 10, or the hardware doesn't support Windows 10, replace the hardware and get Windows 10. And if it's and if it's the software, replace the software. Even if it means that you have to take someone else off a project and spend two months figuring out who else makes a piece of software because the company went out of business.
0: I don't care.
1: It's literally I like that
0: Sony thing. How much money did Sony lose when I they got that crazy exactly. ransomware? I
1: don't care. It's getting. It's like.
0: And I said, how it, are like, we even having uh, this discussion uh, in 2017. I don't
1: know. It drives me nuts. Well, because. Look at how things like look at the last ten years. Like, I worked
0: at a bank briefly, and like their ugh. patching is insane. It's like, oh, a Microsoft patch is out. Well, we're just gonna slowly test it for like six months to make sure nothing breaks. So, like in the meantime, just like don't download any viruses, please. You're like, how? What? Just release it. Like it's a critical security update. Just ship it. Who cares? If shit breaks, then say sorry. Like, it's insane. Two billion sorry, people I know are using Facebook. Though, passionate John. about this, but. <laughs> I'm passionate about it too. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Two and million people like, are using sorry, Facebook.
1: This is the last thing, but I feel like okay. I said it like last week too. Like, this is going to get worse and it's going to get to the point where shit is going to like fall over, like important stuff. So, if you want to not contribute to that happening, if you actually just want to take a hot second and care about like a little bit of things that might happen in the future, like, please. I am asking you, I'm just I roll my eyes every time this happens. And it's so boring.
0: Yeah. Okay. I know. Uh, like again, why are we discussing this in 2017? I was going to say 2014. And then I was like, wait, wrong. Yeah. Okay. 2
1: billion people actively use Facebook or 2 billion people uh, have 2 put billion their people addresses? log
0: into Facebook every month. Holy moly. How does that make you feel?
1: How many people is that? It's like, I mean, like a, sorry, it's a
0: scary amount of people in, if you like, think about it, in the context
1: of how many people there are. I don't know what the.
0: It's like a well, there's seven billion people. So um, there are. That's it's like a lot a, of people. Facebook by the way. reaches a third of the earth. Yeah, seven like, billion people. I just can't like I can't even fathom it. They have two pe- two billion people. They're servicing two billion people every day. And like, I,
1: you know what, what else? You know what's even more interesting? Actually,
0: how many people use it?
1: the. That many people use the internet, yeah. Who are yeah, these and two like, billion people?
0: No, but there's two billion people that still log into Facebook and still post on there. Like I look at my timeline and I'm like, what? There's nothing here. Who are they? I guess it's the rest of the world getting Facebook now.
1: Well, you know what we forget, honestly? And this was one of the things that I got a bit of a, a uh, tongue lashing at this um, Smart Cities conference that I was at by a CIO of a city. And he was like john you live in such a bubble you don't even see it sometimes i was like oh i know i kind of try and look for it but and he's like some people think the internet is facebook never mind like cloud no, like or other websites or South whatever Airbus. a lot of there africa are thinks that facebook is the internet in america too really Ma- yeah like moms who are in their 50s or whatever who don't know what the internet is they're like the internet's facebook you go on you type in facebook and then you can like go with looks like there are grandmas there are people who think facebook is well the if internet. you look at
0: like what facebook's doing in in developing countries it's trying to train them that it is the internet as well and you if know? you like but, but like for you a young generation someone, and for those people It is, it's like Google to us. You and me go to Google first. I think a lot of people go straight to Facebook. I don't
1: even think they know it's Facebook.com. I think they, like, at this point, probably either have it set to their homepages and forgot the rest of the internet exists or just type in Facebook and hit enter and it, like, is there. Like, I don't, like, I, like, you can ask people, um, what is the internet? And they will say Facebook. Now, that's actually happened to me before and I, like, thought, like, I think the first, like now that i look at it they weren't like that's what they actually like i was like huh, that's clever but like that they weren't trying to be clever
0: yeah it's like i just can't believe that it's growing like do you think they can hit 3 billion people
1: yes oh and the the global population is growing really fast yeah that's
0: true the the, the click so if they can keep going i think what i think the smartest thing that facebook did in a long time, as they stopped updating the design. You know what I mean? Like there's this obsession in tech with like if you if you run a service, I mean, Google is a really prime no, example. they're perfect. Prime example. Stopped. It's great. This. It's Kleenex. Yeah, it's done. Like if you look at it's Google, Kleenex, it's, it's like done. The, like whoa, whoa, Google's done. What do you
1: want? Like. You want floating cotton tissues? You want but like but this is the peanuts. thing. It's I like... think
0: a lot of startups lose sight of this. Is like, mm. if you're making a startup and you're working and you know you're in your first ten years, you're like, you get two years in and you're looking at the design every day. So you're like, I'm just going to burn this down and like introduce a super slick new design. And you see this all the time on mobile right now, and nobody's really figured this out. But like, you start noticing that. Like, I remember Facebook used to change its Hello, design reliably this is my every new year.
1: Interface. Hello, yeah. Like this is my new logo.
0: Facebook would be like, hey, we changed the news feed. This year we changed the profile. Like, and people used to, I remember people used to get so angry. Everybody would post a Facebook status about it. And then at some point, I remember the, they had this new design they were working on. And I was in like an A-B test group. Do you remember? It was like the really like picture heavy one. It was, mm-hmm. it was beautiful. It was a beautiful redesign. But Facebook tested it for, I think it was two years. I had, I had that design for two years and nobody mm-hmm. else had it. And then mm-hmm. they announced that they decided they'd give up on the new design. Mm-hmm. They were just going to leave it. I, think I, the thing I, forgot, I mean, I forgot about that, but I remember that everybody wanted it, but I think the reality yeah, is most people didn't need it. And like the Facebook's that, that is there now. I have problems with it. I mean, there's a hundred problems. It has a problem with distribution of fake news, whatever, but it's effective. It works. And Facebook figured out if they don't keep messing with the magic formula they can do a hundred million A/B tests on that thing, but they don't have to change how it fundamentally works because people get it. You don't have to train people like, oh, sorry, well, we moved the like button to the like the top of your post because it's like more athletic, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, like who gives a Want shit? No secret?
1: What? Uber drivers have a union.
0: What? A real one? It's called
1: it's called Facebook groups. Oh, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, but I'm not even kidding. But the I'm new not, Facebook, like, no, like, is Facebook groups. Owen, Like every single Uber driver, ask them, say, do you post in your local uh, Facebook group for your Uber drivers? Yep. Every day, six times a day. And also the state one and the low and the other countries, some Facebook, some Uber drivers spend like their whole evenings on Uber driver,
0: Facebook groups. Wow. That's insane. That's real. Wow. That's incredible. Huh? i mean they're super
1: they're super organized
0: and you know what facebook's working on with like drones and satellites and stuff that's how they're going to get to the three four billion dollar uh billion dollar billion user point
1: their their challenge is basically to keep the developed world like hooked and in like vr and whatever while like you know they've got they've got they're at such a scale that they were that they have population emergence and like less economically developed countries moving into more economically developed countries moving into highly economically developed countries um that happens like unless we uh decide to finally get it together as humanity and emerge us all together uh, which would be a really great thing to do and then maybe we'd have world (laughs) peace and i will go back to smoking my crack pipe but like until then you know unless that happens then i understand why you know some of us watch things and say oh i can't wait for my oculus Rift vr headset talk to you in like the living room avatar habo hotel world and people in africa can still go to m.basic.facebook.com
0: yeah crazy okay next topic avis plus waymo equals question <laughs> well, well from, I know, what, in, from what i read is I know, it sounds it like is- glorified car wash yeah but it is it's all it is i just wanted to touch on it because it's kind of like those one of those weird deals that sounds like holy shit Avis is going to rent out like self-driving cars to people which is what i thought it was when i read the headline but no didn't i say that to you yeah that's what you said and i was like no it's not (laughs) Avis basically agreed with waymo to yeah clean its cars and like fleet service management ready to keep self-driving I mean, it's one way to guarantee yourself to stay alive in the self-driving future, because those cars aren't going to clean themselves yet. Well, they I are guarantee when they have the
1: self-driving some... cleaning
0: robots. Yeah. But until then, someone's going to poop in the back and oh, it's going to be terrible. I
1: just thought about the self-driving cleaning robots. That's just the car cleaning robots. They just have to
0: um, make them water blastable. Just water blast the whole thing. <laughs> it's yeah, like those bathrooms
1: in europe that you guys have we don't have that yeah. fancy technology you close in the, the door and
0: it like sings to you and then when you get out it's like locking the door and then you hear like and it's like uh, spraying the whole thing
1: you literally could just pee on the floor right
0: yeah yeah when i was a small child i got locked in one of those while well it cleaned itself it was terrible where in new zealand it was terrible had them in new zealand yeah we got them everywhere except the u.s i thought
1: i thought you guys barely had the internet
0: we have fiber internet, man. Like, oh, New that's Australian, I guess. No, New, Australia is screwed, but in New Zealand, if you order fiber internet, it's free to get it installed because the government pays for it. Wait, so New oh, Zealanders and Australians are not the same? <laughs> shush your mouth. <laughs> kidding, kidding, kidding. Can we talk about what we talked about last week, though, for a second? Uh, Binary capital.
1: One? Oh, gosh have so many feels can right now. You just now. like
0: can you just like update give me like the the TLDR oh. of what happened since last week the information and now.
1: Um so the information article hit then basically Anthony the went crazy. Melinda Gates tweeted at Susan and so did really? like Oh yeah, it like hit um I don't know. I probably shouldn't. Say, I better not say that. Um, let's just say that someone very, very well known in American politics that might also know um, Hillary Clinton's husband emailed her. Like it was like really quite quite intense. That and so like I mean. It's gotten, like, for her, I think, very probably overwhelming. Um, like, we definitely st- talk about it in our group chat on iMessage all day, every day. I've actually just had to, sorry, but, like, mute the chat because it's just, like, a lot going on. Um So, but it turns out, like, it was definitely a lot more widespread in just this one dude's case. But also that, honestly, please, just, like st- like, do not certainly just like you have to men have to get it together like it is it's not uh,
0: yeah it's like just just there's no
1: reason for you to say to like have these comments at work like just like if you want to catch someone on the way out when you're outside literally outside the office or on the elevator down and say hey like do you want to go for a coffee sometime but even probably don't really like and if you do that know that you are at least and it's most certainly if you're in a power position of power in fact if you are in right. a position of power you don't do you that
0: definitely don't do it yeah you it's not even not a question do that and he period. was like the whole situation is he was in the most like one of the most prominent insanely, positions of power. Like, an, it's an like insane, it's a an insane like god, power
1: dynamic almost in terms of well as a founder like oh my god it's like it's I, men like that shouldn't be allowed to get to there like period. And so it's good that he's not anymore. I think it's, I mean, binary is basically has imploded the VC firm. I mean, the other founders offered to shut it down. One of the partners. Yeah, so do you think they actually join, close it down? Like, I don't know. I mean, now they're being sued by a former employee for, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just, you know, it's gotten to the point where this was just clearly uh, I mean, they also, everyone knew about binary, like they had a party culture and like all this stuff. But anyway, like I don't want to run myself into getting uh, sued for liable. So I will keep my yeah. mouth shut a little it's bit. It's just but insane
0: though. Like, I think we'll keep talking about this binary like, capital thing. I mean, ugh.
1: I, well, I mean, there's nothing else
0: to say. It's probably going to fall over. Well, I think it's going to fall apart, but I think it's important to actually like talk about that still. So I think there's one aspect to that that's really
1: really sad and that's a lot of founders are going to get screwed. Oh, know? sure. And that and that goes back but to But it's all coming
0: onto this guy and the fact that the the other people involved in that firm were reckless enough to let it actually happen on their watch.
1: If the LPs are smart, they'll send some someone competent into binary and fire the them all and take over the yeah, take over the key man take over the firm and continue to support the founders. Because if I was a binary capital founder right now, I would be terrified. Yeah, of and course. And I, there, um, I definitely like don't mean this to be mean at all. I promise, but that goes does come down to doing your diligence. Like it was definitely an open secret in Silicon Valley that binary capital was bad news, and so. You know, you definitely assume a lot of risk when you don't do diligence on your VCs. And I always have done a lot of diligence on my VCs and I trust them and they're very respectful humans. And I don't think I'm at any risk because of who I have as business partners, but it is a shame because I know what it's like to get a business going and I know what it's like to not have the opportunities. Well, I don't know what it's like to not have, not have had the opportunities that I had to get mine going but I know that that is true. That other people don't have that, and so it yeah, was you get an easy investment for me like to be that And it
0: blows up because of some dude's bad choices. Yeah, horrible. John, I have a story Interesting to tell time. you. Okay, unrelated. My bike got stolen this week.
1: Okay, I watched your
0: um the, the
1: moment what thing it? you did.
0: Do you want me to tell you what happened? Okay. So, on Monday morning, wait, dun, dun, dun. yeah, Monday morning, I woke up and I left my house, went downstairs. The whole like my girlfriend's whole family's here, so it's like kind of a bit crazy right now. And I went downstairs and I'm like there with my like app ready to unlock my smart bike and it's nowhere. I was super confused. I was like, "Where could my bike have gone?" And then I was like, "Oh my god, it's actually been stolen." I've lived here for 2 years in Amsterdam and bike theft is notorious here and somehow i avoided having a bike stolen now i have a smart bike and it got stolen so i was like super bummed out but it has this um i'm not trying to advertise it i'm just like completely blown away it has like this um uh what's it called gsm tracking in it so i immediately went in the app and i reported it stolen and um basically what happens from there is it like alerts for that the bike's stolen and then like Depending on the model of the bike you have, it takes a, f- a little bit of time for the tracking to activate, mostly for battery reasons. So, <laughs> all day I'm refreshing the thing, waiting for the like tracking to come on, and it doesn't come on. Blah, blah blah blah. There's a whole bunch of backend reasons for that, and I'm like waiting. And so the way it works is you get like a push notification the first time it reports in um, coordinates. And so I kind of had like given up hope. I figured, like, well, maybe it's in a basement. Maybe they like put it under something so that it can't get signal out because each bike has a 3G chip in it. So it should report back. At 10 p.m. at night, I'm getting ready for bed. I was really sick on Monday, hence the weird voice. And I had just taken like a bunch of NyQuil. I was like ready to go to sleep. And I get this like buzz on my phone, like, your bike just sent coordinates. And I'm like, like, super sleepy. I'm like, oh, fam, like, My bike just recorded coordinates. How hilarious is that? It's five minutes from here. And so she's like, we should go. And I'm like, what are we going to do? I don't own a bolt cutters or anything. She's like, just all we have to do is take a spare chain, find the bike and lock it to some, like lock it to a wall or like, Mm -hmm. or like just add, add a lock. Femke did my partner. She's smart. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's smart. Cause then tomorrow we can go back with the chain cutter, which we have at the office and it's solved. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's just do it. We'll go and see if we can find the bike. Ha, ha, ha. I didn't really believe it. I kid you not, like we biked there really fast. So it was, it kind of like, it covers about 500 meters. It's not super precise because it's a city and it's GSM. So it uses cell tower and a bunch of other factors to do it. And we go there and like, we're walking around and like, look, and the first alleyway I go down, I shit you not, I, I see the bike. And I'm like, what? I I literally couldn't believe it. And the thing is, so the the bike has like an integrated lock you use one so you saw it it's like this lock that, that it goes into um so you can unlock it with your phone that's the whole point you don't have to mess with keys and what they had done is like broken op- broken open the lock and then like wedged it all back together so it looked normal but mm-hmm. the thing is you can't like so the, the chain was like hanging off it like you can't remove the bit inside the bike without mm-hmm. obliterating the frame it makes it really obvious mm-hmm. that's the whole point like the whole point of the smart features is it kills the bike if you try and take them out anyway and I'm standing there and like, I just like get closer. I have a look. I'll, I'll link it in the show notes. It's kind of like worth seeing. And the guy, whoever, I don't know exactly had locked like my bike to another bike. And like, I guess I'm an insane person. Cause like I got like a head of adrenaline. And I was like, fem take my other, like the bike I'd bike there on, take it around the corner, lock it up and just like, wait. Cause I'm going to like throw these over my shoulder, run around the corner, and lock it to somewhere else. Like, basically, like, to hide it from the... Like, just to make it a little bit harder for them to come back and just take it, right? Mm -hmm. Which, in hindsight, was, like, maybe smart and maybe not. But I, like, looked around, nobody's around, whatever. It's an alleyway. So I I was like, okay. I just, like, counted in my head. Three, two, one. Threw it over my shoulder and just, like, ran as fast as I could. The worst part, it was, like, on stairs, and it was pretty heavy. Um, You're crazy. Yeah, I'm crazy. And from behind me, I hear, hey! what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh shit. So I run faster and, um, I run around the corner. There's a whole bunch of construction. So I just run into the middle of it and then like dump the bike in the corner and run back. And these guys, it's, I feel so bad about this, but they, they were talking to Femke cause they thought that she had, they didn't know that she was related to me at all. They thought that she knew where I'd gone with it. They're like, there's a the guy oh, just stole good. my bike. Rah, rah, rah. And a there's like six dudes. And I just walk up and I said, Oh, Oh, was that your guy's bike? Cause, Oh, that's weird. Cause, uh, I just had a silver smart bike stolen and that matches my serial number. They're like, can you prove it? I'm like, yeah, well, uh, first of all, I called the cops. I didn't actually, I just said it. I probably should have good thinking. No, that's good thinking. No, I was like, look, I called the cops, but I'll show you, I I have the app that has the serial number and it has the picture of the bike, all the details of it. And I can show you, I can unlock it right now. So I push the button and like the color drains from these dudes face. Like, when they see the map and like the fact that I can see where it was in the last couple of hours, they're just like, Oh shit. And so like five of them gap it immediately. I have no idea where they went. And the one, this one guy stays and he's the guy with the bike locked to mine. And I just said to him, look, there's two things we can do. We can wait for the police to come. I figured I'd cross that bridge when it happens. Um, and we can settle it with them, which is fine. Cause they would side with me or you can unlock the bike. I go home and you go Were you home. nervous. I was, like, freaking out, dude. But, you know, like, the adrenaline hit, hit. so Were I was you just, staying like... staying
1: pretty calm, though?
0: Yeah, I, I was just really calm. I just said to him, like, look, man, like, I, I'm i not a person that it's when I get stressed... I am i don't, like... I'm, I'm the same, except just freaking out internally. I'm quite good no, at that. No, me too,
1: me too. I'm just wondering, because, like, yeah. you can't usually tell with me either, but... Yeah, no, but I'm I think that's freaking out why outside. the
0: situation was under control, right? Because if I had reacted how they expected me to react, they... It would have been crazier. Like everybody would have been yelling and like it would have been very aggressive. But I'm not like that, so it was just like, "Look, man, we can wait, or you can unlock it." And I showed him the location. I was just like, "Look, man, this is my bike. If you bought it," and he's like, "What did you do?" I, I said to him, "What did you do?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, I bought it for $150 at the market. I didn't realize it's stolen. Oh my god, I'm so bummed out." And I was just thinking, like, "Dude, you stole it. Like, there's no way you didn't know. The chain is like hanging off it. It's so obvious." But I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Just like I didn't say that, but I was like, "Just unlock the bike." I gave him my business card I was like if you want to email me at work I'll see what I can do for you you know like I'm a nice person if you're going to give me your identity I will will see if I can give give you a deal Um, and like he unlocked my bike and just like ran away I should you know I got it back probably a really dumb thing to do but I got my bike back it took 48 minutes and it was over it was insane tech works buy a smart bike no I'm just kidding but it was it was really cool. Like I was I was biking home and I was like, "Holy shit, it works." Yeah, that's pretty good. Good for you. Yeah, so I had a fun Monday night and I didn't get stabbed. So, that was cool. <laughs> Do you want to you. quickly
1: talk about the email we got? Yeah, can you talk about it a little bit?
0: My voice is getting sore, sorry.
1: It's from Gareth.
0: It was a cool email actually. I really liked it. Yeah. So, he TLDR um is
1: basically interested in last week we talked about acquisitions uh targets for amazon and i said equinix which is a co-location provider a global co-location provider um and so that was a bit of a cheeky one i'll definitely uh i'll definitely admit um I think my thinking there is basically kind of twofold you can just basically get a whole bunch of new, um, locations. Like their data centers are quite nice. Um, so you could get a whole bunch of new locations really, really quickly. Um, just for AWS itself. And then also I think one of the biggest things that, um, Amazon has to contend with is the migration to the cloud. And so if you, you can just like, you could basically be like, Hey, we're shutting these data centers down or they're becoming AWS in the next like five years. You've got five years to migrate either to some other data center or we'll like figure out how to auto migrate you up onto AWS. Now that's definitely like a technologically pretty mind bendingly, probably not feasible for a lot of businesses and stuff like that. But I just thought in the context of like, well, they've got Amazon snowball which is such a weird name uh oh no it's snowmobile isn't it or whatever it is the oh, the truck, snowmobile the, the giant the semi, truck you can park in your yeah camper. they have like an 18 wheel semi that they will drive to your um to your like data center and or like office or colo or wherever you have all of your stuff and uh they have like a super high speed interconnect link Into the truck and it's like super super secure. It's like secure as a a data center. Right. And they will drive it to their data center and then they will put it on AWS for you. So like
0: that's pretty amazing.
1: Was well, but I mean, this is what I think I was saying at the beginning. Like, I just think, you know, either way, everyone's going AWS. So like that's kind of a cheeky fun way to do it. I think Bezos is so maniacal that like he would rather just like watch them all go out of business and wall all the way to the bank. So it's more, and also like there's a lot of room to drive the price down in those companies anyway, as like it would, they'd have to get bare, bare bottom prices. Right. Like I would say you're talking like the last 25 customers or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. Like the company's basically worthless and you're like, all right, I'll take your property. Um, like for example, DigitalOcean was in, um, uh NYC two for DigitalOcean is actually is a telex data center and yep and well no it was um yeah it was it was telex or at least, I mean, so where Google is in New York in Manhattan. So a lot of people don't know this, but there is a massive, 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 massive data center right across the street from Chelsea Market in New York. Wow. Um, it was acquired by Google, like I want to say four or five years ago, maybe six years <laughs> ago. And right. a few, and but like, so we had colo space from a company and they got colo space from, telex telex i think and that was in that building but we had a lease with all like them and they had one into up one this was such that like they couldn't just kick us out so like google just lets us stay in there and actually they keep upgrading the infrastructure and we get the upgrades. that's nice too but um but they own that building and that property and that land and so it i mean it wouldn't surprise me I don't I don't know well I don't know what all do will do I I'm not quite sure what will happen to that data center um yeah. I it's suspect move, that like it's got we've got ten years of lease left on it so we're talking like I don't know how that's gonna happen but I would be it would be weird for Google to kick everybody out I mean also bt's in there atT right. is in there um Tali is in there like it's right, one right. of the biggest interconnect points on the north on the yeah. e- uh, eastern, like east of the coast of the U.S., so, huh. uh, but so that was just my thought. Was like, well, that's a good way to acquire reach. Of, yeah, you could just like kind of. Although I, mean, I feel like if Amazon is specific
0: for that, uh, huh? Like the data centers seem to be pretty specifically built.
1: Oh yeah, no, I know. So actually, so I was thinking about that too, and I'm like, well, what you would really do is like. So basically what I'm saying, yeah, so I thought about that too. I would consider this effectively a loss leader, right? So you would, the the amount of revenue that you would generate in ARR over time would pay for um acquiring the data centers for enough time to get everybody moved up onto to AWS and then right right Amazon can shift things around pretty seamlessly yeah. within without, the back and like without anyone knowing and so you would slowly just m- actually move AWS out of those data centers and into ones that you would build next to them and then you would be in your own data centers and then you would just sell that real estate right i mean it's right, all very great. very valuable. you look at you look at the Equinix uh uh data center in uh in Science Park in Amsterdam yeah like it is amazing. It's brand I, new, isn't I, it? I When I got there, I had to do bio TFA, I, Iris TFA. Then um, you get to a, a bridge because the data center is separated fr- by a moat from the entrance. Then someone from the facility has to bio in Then someone from a company who owns a cage who has a bio record has to at the same time bio in. Then they take you into a section that you number pad in, swipe in. Then they get, you get into a section that they don't have access to. And then I had our internal systems to get in past there. And then, and then, and then there's a key code for a box that unlocks a physical key that then unlocks a further <laughs> lock. And then that's how I you get it. into the cages. It, amazing. it takes like the whole process takes like 30 minutes.
0: A long time. But I mean, that's what you need in the industry. Like, yeah. And that's no insane. one's breaking into data centers. Like that's,
1: I literally, the most amazing. Yeah. It would be a, the most awesome epic. That'd be a great film. It'd be a great yeah, film. Totally. It'd be such an epic bank. heist breaking into a data center.
0: Holy cow. I love it. Oh man. I'd watch that. All right. I think we have to wrap up there, John email us hi at chargepodcast.com we love it <laughs> we talk about data centers <laughs> awesome good one man that was fun next week I'll tell you about something else that got stolen I don't know I have no idea what I was going to say it was good to hang out
1: it was a good one what are you going to do your end spiel now
0: oh my end spiel put a hibiscus or any other emoji on the on the iTunes review don't say anything do you think anything.
1: anyone actually listens to this part
0: no, if they made it this far, I'm impressed If you made it this far, put a hibiscus in Slack That's always what gives it away, so do that Churchpodcast.com for the notes Otherwise, I'm going to go save my voice okay. Good to hang out Bye, Biscis Owen Bye, Biscis John